What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. Yes, we are back. We have a brand new lab and, well, it's under construction, but we still have Mr. Hello Kitty right up in your face. Yes, dead kitty. He has batteries. Uh, the uh, alien face does not. He's uh, he's batteryless. He, he's running low on energy. He's kind of like those men in black. They gotta go back and get their energy. Uh, you know when they're trying to interview witnesses. And of course we have the baby alien right here. Yep, he's he's in full effect now. As we're working on this, we've got alien magazines behind us. We've got we've got some some great uh, you know tapestries in the lab, and we're we're working on getting power. We've got we've got a TV. We've got We've got a computer, so we're working on it. It'll get it'll get a little bit better. But I decided if I didn't get a real updated podcast out soon, I was going to lose my mind. So, hey, here we are. So I wanted to talk to you guys today about the P-52 aliens and the P-45 aliens. Now you're saying, Lockdown Universe, what the hell are you talking about? Well, the P-52 aliens and the P-45 aliens apparently are our... What do you call them? Not ancestors, processors, predecessors? I don't know what the hell you call them. They're supposed to be us from what equals P-52 equals 52,000 years into the future. And the P-45s equal us plus P-45,000 years into the future. Now you're saying lockdown, what the hell, how can that be? Is that even true? Well, like Marty McFly says... Time travel is possible. Einstein also says it's possible using an Einstein-Rosen bridge. And, uh, well, let's face it, even Bill and Ted got their own little phone box that they time travel with. So, not to mention Doctor Who in their own police box, which I'm a big fan of right now. And I've been digging in and I've been loving it. So, what the hell are we talking about with these P-52s and the P-45s? Well... There hasn't been a lot said other than a few random hits here and there on the internet about what these two factions are. Why would there be a species of us, our, you know, our, our children from 52,000 years in the future and a group from 45,000 years in the future? Well, the fact is, is that they're warring. They're at war with each other. They have two totally different agendas. And I came across a, uh, a really interesting story. Um, this is actually about a guy you might have heard about called Dan Burrish. He worked for the Navy and he worked on the Orion Cube project. He also worked on a project where they brought him into a facility and it had an Alice in Wonderland logo above the door. And if you went in there, you went down the rabbit hole and you found out a little bit more than you might want to know. So, so Burrish, uh, he was born in California in 1964. We're not going to talk about him too much, but he, he's kind of like the, the lead uh, informational source of these, these particular aliens. So, and I'll, I'll, I'll put forth my argument in a moment. But in 1989, Burrish stated he worked on a secret project called Sharp Storm. 
But in 1994, he was taken into an underground place. <laughs> underground place. Underground. I mean, that's what it says, but it's really underground, underground base called Century 4, which is part of Area 51. And it states he started working on the Aquarius Project. It was there that he learned that the military was in possession of ships and also in possession of extraterrestrial beings, interestingly enough. Okay, now we're getting somewhere, aren't we? So he stated that in one department there was information about beings called Orions, which we're very familiar with, uh, the little greys, right? And these are beings from the system Z Reticuli. Uh, a copy of the agreement made by President Eisenhower stated that uh, they called them the P-50s and also the so-called Orions. Now, what's interesting is, is that Burrish states that these beings are us from the future. The crash at Roswell was not in fact an alien crash so much as it was a time travel machine that crashed. Uh, still with these beings that are supposedly us from the future. I, I know, I know, I know. It sounds ridiculous. I'll get to it in a second. So he stated, according to Burrish, we have a misguided concept of aliens. It, and he states that aliens and extraterrestrials are not the same. Aliens are beings that come from other planets. Okay, I can get on board with that. But it also states that extraterrestrials are humans from the future. Extraterrestrial, meaning extra, off of planet, right? And in my mind, off planet, could still be that they are aliens. Okay, great. Uh, they travel in time to solve certain problems. Now, we've heard about this. We've heard, heard about this. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply from randy kramer we've heard about it from all the guys on gaia we've you know wilcox to Corey good to uh, to so many other people right okay great so he states that for example roswell's aliens were p24 that's present time plus twenty four thousand years in the future he states that those are the guys that crashed in roswell okay he states that there are others known as J-Rod, which we've heard about J-Rod in the past, being a, a, an alien that we captured and it worked for the government for years in secret underground bases, most likely Area 51. And then we have, he was a P-45. Then we have J-Rod P-52. And then we have J-Rod P-54. So we have a few different J-Rods. We've got J-Rod P-45. P-52, and P-54. He says that these J-Rods suffer from a very 
painful illness, and he participated in this project to try to find a cure. Now, why on earth would we, such feeble-minded humans, be working on such a project? Well, let's, let's look. He says he claimed to have taken blood samples of a female of these beings, and that for two years he worked on this project studying the being. He assures us that they came to establish a friendly relationship and that in one of the face-to-face -face meetings, this one, this alien, skipped the protocol by pouncing on him. Well, who doesn't want an alien pouncing on him, right? He states that he telepathically transmitted a large amount of information in which he learned that two-thirds of humanity died in a nuclear catastrophe. Okay. So what he's saying is this alien that pounced on him transferred telepathic communication about two-thirds of the human race dying in a nuclear catastrophe. A part of people, a part of the people, hid underground to survive, and others did it on the surface. 24,000 years later, the most advanced beings on Earth could travel in time. This is why they traveled to Roswell in 1947. Roswell's ship was really a time machine. They did not come from another planet, but they, they came from Earth. So, this lends itself to a whole bunch of problems, doesn't it? Are these guys really aliens? Are they us from the future? I've never once believed that, alien, that the greys were us from the future, nor do I believe that the tall whites are us from the future. I'm sorry to say, but humans are going to die off way before we evolve into some tall whites or some tall greys. Unless we trans transport ourselves into some sort of pocket dimension where we can live and not be on this planet. Or we get off planet and we come back for some reason to Earth. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. We're not going to turn into these guys. And if we did, we're going to be so far advanced that we're not even going to know probably how to communicate with ourselves 24,000, 52,000, 54,000 years in the past. Okay, so that's my rant for a second. I'll go on, and it states that according to Colonel Philip J. Corso's book, The Day After Roswell, which was co-written, or at least had a foreword by Bill Burns, who wrote UFO Magazine, one of the best dudes on the planet. I've talked to him uh, myself, and uh, he, he was a good dude. His wife's a very nice lady as well. Talked to her, too. Um, Corso's book, great book. Talks all about how he was in charge of the X-Files, how he saw these little these little three-foot-tall grays and how he saw the wreckage, right? Okay, we're going to get into it. He states that these beings were made to travel in space-time. Okay. They had two brains, one of them to control the ship, and they did not reproduce. Doesn't sound like us humans, does it? Way too many of us addicted to reproducing, that's for sure. Uh, he also affirmed that the ship was the key to our technological progress. We know this. Okay. The other group of survivors of the extinction evolved on the moon, Mars, and finally Orion, where the P-52 come from, or the Orions. In spite of being terrestrials, they also colonized these other places. Now, this is really interesting, because this is where it comes to, we talked about the fact that they moved into a different uh, planet. They moved to a different solar system. And they moved to Mars, and they were able to procreate and continue and to develop. Okay, great. Uh, now, that's where the P-52 come from. P-45s, on the other hand, 
It states, we're almost Machiavellian. They were thirsty for a nuclear catharsis to pass in our future in order to justify their existence. So this is really weird and, and bizarre. This is where the story doesn't make sense to me. Okay, two factions, right? The P-52 wants us to, 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 to be fine, to, to, to evolve, to continue to develop, and they want us to help them in the future. The P-45 are Machiavellian. They're thirsty for a nuclear catharsis. They need us to have a nuclear war to justify their existence. If the P-45s exist and the P-52s exist, why are the P-45s worried about existing? Because the P-52s already came to see us, the ones that are 52,000 years uh, from present time. Why would the P-45s, an earlier version of human... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Be worried about justifying their existence. Now let's keep reading. They're thirsty for the nuclear catharsis to happen. They're thirsty for us to destroy ourselves, basically, two-thirds of us, and to re redevelop, right? They are responsible for the majority of the abductions that we are experiencing, and they lack emotional empathy. So it sounds like these are a totally different species, but yet they're not. Eisenhower met with this, this extraterrestrial group in order to avoid an obvious nuclear catastrophe. In this meeting, diplomatic discussions between civilization, these civilizations were made, and an agreement was made uh, to abduct humans in order to study them, and and they they promised to uh, not have us suffer or remember anything of what happened. Eisenhower was given a cube of about eight centimeters wide and another eight centimeters long, capable of predicting the future, and it was passed between the rich and powerful to be able to choose well in their lives. So he got something out of it to help these P-45s not have us have this the, the nuclear catastrophe then, but have it later. It's interesting because these two are battling right now, right as we speak, for a development in human history. Two, two three years ago during COVID, one might have said, we're further apart than we've ever been before. Three years on, four years on now, some people may say that we are getting along a little bit better some people might say we're getting along even worse. Are we developing as a species? Are we progressing towards love and, and, and devotion and, and a promise of working together? Or are we working more towards the P45 uh, development, which wants us to fight against each other and have a nuclear catastrophe to justify themselves? Well, let's keep going. Burrish states that he worked directly under the orders of Majestic 12, one of the most important statements uh, that he heard was that that we do have stargates, that these devices are made on Earth, but they're made with extraterrestrial technology. According to him, the information on how to make them is in the Sumerian tablets. They were used to communicate with and other extraplanetary civilizations. 
with them, you could establish a wormhole. Okay, interesting. All right. Next to this enormous apparatus, there was a platform that allowed to throw an object through the wormhole and to travel to other stars, teleporting people or materials from one place to another. Um, so this is where it just gets weird because there there's a really good uh, podcast about this um, called The Y Files. It's really detailed. Um, that's where I started listening to it. Um, don't ditch me totally. You can go listen to Y Files, but listen to me too. Um, <laughs> but um, there's also some articles online as well. Some people have stated there's some information about the P45s and the P52s, um, and that you know these two factions are working against each other. Now, the P45s wanted us to basically be extinguished in 2012. That was the end of the Aztec calendar. That was when we were all supposed to be dead. And that's kind of what the assertion was on uh, on the, the podcast as well. And the P-52s, almost makes me think of the B-52s, right? The, the music group, uh, kind of funny and hip, and I, I like them. They were kind of jokey. A lot, of, a lot like the Bare Naked Ladies, which I, I'm a big fan of, too. Um, the P-52, <laughs> B-52s again. P-52s are working against the P-45s, um, and they, they're trying to help people on Earth. And that's the story. So, what is the real deal? Who is really trying to help us? Who's not? Is this even possible? The first thing I thought of when I heard this story was, is that, you know, in, in that podcast, they talk about the fact that Dan Burrish is the pretty much the sole pusher of this story. And Dan Burrish is... Is, he was part of the original Disclosure Project back in 2001. Great storyteller uh, to a degree, but kind of, kind of, kind of like, you know, blah, right, in, in, in his presentation. But the story is very interesting. There's not a lot of people that have said that this is, this is also true. There's no corroboration. Yeah, there's corroboration in the fact that we're, we've captured aliens, we've captured ships, but there's no corroboration in this P45 versus P52 storyline narrative. There's there's no corroboration really in that we have our our, our children in the future are going to be these little baby aliens. It doesn't really make sense. Even if we went underground, you know, for a long period of time, we might lose a little bit of height, but we're not going to look a whole lot different in 40,000 years. You know, it's just not really going to it's not, we're not going to go from six feet tall to three feet tall. We're not going to go from white to gray or black to gray. You know, it, you know, there's going to be all these different versions of us still. It's not going to be just one, one or the other. Um, and it's not going to be, you know, we're not going to get these big black eyes. Our eyes might get a little bit bigger, but unless we were created or created ourselves through DNA modifications, it's just not going to happen. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and I just don't believe in the P in, in one faction of 45,000 years from us now to 52,000 year from, years from us now fighting against each other. I just don't, I don't see that faction fighting against each other because one would have to exist. Otherwise the other one wouldn't exist. I mean, I guess the 45s could exist maybe without the 52,000s exist, but the 52s couldn't exist at all unless the 45s existed. So it's almost like they can't fight against each other, otherwise they both, you know, one of them at least would die. Um, 
And if you were the 52s, you would already have this information and be able to go back and combat yourself or at least tell yourself, hey, don't do this because you're going to kill us off. And they, maybe the 45 say, hey, we don't care if we kill you off because we got to survive and we have our own agenda. But they want, would have already existed. There's this paradox, this time paradox that exists that just wouldn't, it wouldn't co cohese. The other part is, is that, again, it doesn't make sense for us to become gray aliens. The, the only story that I can come up with that even comes similar or close to this would be the, the Jim Pendleton uh, case uh, where he touched, or Penniston, I'm sorry, Jim Penniston, who touched the craft at Rendlesham Forest in 1980 in the UK. Uh, when he touched that craft, he got all that binary code downloaded into his mind. And that binary code, when written down and, and deciphered, stated that that craft came from the year oh gosh what was it I, i'm gonna murder it uh, i apologize uh i think it was like eight eighty one hundred yeah eighty one hundred a.d is what it came from so six thousand years in the future and those beings you know again you know from my understanding of what some of the people reported were like the gray aliens so for that ship to come from eighty one hundred and these guys coming from fifty four thousand um it's still, and the, and the beings were the same, regardless of the 400,000, 40,000 year difference. It doesn't make sense for us to change into those creatures. Those creatures already exist. Those creatures are already being manipulated by the reptilians, uh, which we've already discussed, or they are their own beings from Orion. Again, I just don't think that they are us. I don't believe it. You can believe it. That's fine. I just, I think that they're their own species. I don't think they're time traveling. Um, if they were time traveling, I just don't think we'd really hear about it. I think that if you time travel and you make a change, you're not going to hear about the time travel change. Just like with the Mandela effect, you know, I think that we went through a Mandela effect and we can see the effects of it, but we can't see the actual Mandela effect because it, it, it's just happening. It happened. The time changed, and we're in this new time now. That's my theory. Anyway, guys, I apologize for the for the look of the lab yet. It's still in development. I haven't had a lot of time to working hard, moving all this stuff. I just been, we had a big move, so uh, I will develop it. It will look more beautiful. But I had to get out a new podcast video one for you guys. I hope you're enjoying yourselves, taking care of yourselves, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. Little kitty is saying bye. Um, please like, follow, share, subscribe. Um, I, I have been putting out a couple of uh, podcasts that were locked previously and uh, unlocked them. So if you heard, you know, a couple of those that were from like 2021, 22 coming out, um, they were previously locked. So they came out um, just to, to, to give you guys something to listen to that's new. Um, and I will be recording, man. We're coming out. We're coming back out, getting into the lab, and, and we're going to talk about some different things. Alien stuff, paranormal stuff, um, you know, life after death stuff, all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be coming out. I hope you guys enjoy it. Hope you guys, again, please like, follow, share, subscribe, keep listening. Go back into the old catalog. Listen to some old stuff. There's tons of stuff in there that's not locked. Uh, if you want to listen to the stuff that's locked, go ahead and, and subscribe for buck ninety nine, and you can listen to the other stuff. Um, I probably have to raise the price along with the inflation coming on, but Hey, I love you guys. Uh, again, 
a lot of this stuff is free. So listen in, go listen. It's all free for half of it at least. Uh, anyway, guys, like, follow, share, subscribe. Lockdown Universe out. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.